listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Got an update for you on, on something we talked about. I think it was last week. Was last week the dancing FBI agent or was it the week before? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, they all sort of run together to me. Everything moves so quickly. And this guy was moving quickly. He was out there. It was a Denver nightclub. The guy was on vacation. An off-duty FBI agent who was dancing like crazy. I'm in not fact, sure you can bring guns into a nightclub in Denver, but this guy did. Yeah. He did that backflip while he was dancing. Right. You know, everybody had circled him because he was jamming like crazy out there on the floor. And they right. were, you like, know, everybody was videoing him. And yeah, that's still a thing. You know, that, that's when, um, like when Travolta did it in Saturday Night yeah. Fever. Yeah. All of a sudden, the circle opens up. Everybody wants to see how the kind of moves that this guy's got. Yep. You know, and, you know, credit where credit is due. Although white men can't jump, that guy actually pulled off the backflip. <laughs> he did pull off a backflip. Yeah. But that's when the gun popped out. He reached down Oops. to grab the gun and put his finger on the trigger and it shot somebody in the leg. The guy's mm-hmm. going to be okay, but the update is that the dancing FBI agent has been arrested. Okay. Officially turned himself in yesterday, arrested Good. for second degree assault. Wow. Uh, definitely not right. happy. He's not uh, not doing backflips over this. Oh, really? That's but, happened now. He's not going to be able to waltz through the trial either, is he? Well, what I hear is that he will get a fair trial. Oh, is that right? Did you, well, did you hear who the judge is? I did not. Oh, the judge is somebody very... Judge is Gene Gene, the dancing machine from the Gong Show. Yes, I wasn't unaware that. He, uh, you know, I wanted to know what actually happened to him, and I guess he used his Gong Show winnings to put himself through law school. So that's right. Congratulations to Gene Gene, the dancing machine. That's yes, great. Yeah. he wore his green warm-up jacket all the way through <laughs> law school, and yes, the, the warm-up jacket is. Uh, it was a green warm-up jacket with white pants. I think was the the Gene Gene memorial out. out the, 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 you know the. the the music, he'd come out, he'd start shuffling. Yes. Do his he thing. The, he had the cap on also. Yeah. It was a great bit, but uh, he will be the judge in this trial, just so you know that. Uh, right. You know the statute under which this gentleman was arrested, the FBI agent? Uh, I, I don't. Statute I don't Mambo number 5. Mambo number 5, yeah. yes. Well, they, you know, it was interesting because the Colorado Supreme Court had ruled Mambo's 1 through 4 unconstitutional. Exactly. Right, yeah. So <laughs> I, my guess is his defense attorneys are going to blame it on the bossa nova. I'm not sure, but I think that's what's going to happen there. Very possible. Yes. Uh, we'll see if he can electric slide out of this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, they'll be tap dancing around the law the entire time. <laughs> during the entire... You know who's loving these jokes right now? Our sales manager, Bob Weaver. Probably. Yeah, he loves these jokes. He's the king of dad jokes. He's the one. You know who else? No. Gene. Gene the Dancing Machine. You should actually go to YouTube and just Google Gene Gene the Dancing Machine and realize that was a TV show. That was something that we all glued ourselves to the television to watch the gong show. And everybody on that show was intoxicated in some way, shape, or form. They were either drunk or high during the entire time. And it made it on television. Great stuff. It was an Outstanding show. We need to have television like that again. We got fake facts coming up, but let's jam! Mark and Neanderthal. We're sitting here, and there's a monitor that runs in the studio, and a word popped up on the screen. And I was like, "Boy, that's a that's a big word. That's a long word." And it was from the uh, the summit on Tuesday or Monday night, actually, for us mm-hmm. with uh, Kim Jong Un and President Trump. And the term denuclearization came out of it. Sound it out. That is a long word. That's an electric company word, is what that is. You know why that'll never? Sunny, it's never going to work. Sunny, I want you to say the word denuclearization. Yeah, it's never going to work. You know why? No, it's too long. 
Nobody can pronounce it, and it's too hard to write all the time. Right, yes. No, that's a so, word. That's, a, that's even tougher to write than it is. I mean, you have to sit there and think about that. How many letters are in that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's seven, a lot. seven syllables, by the way. Wow. Denuclearization. All right, cool. So, we went around the office yesterday. <laughs> went around this the is, office yesterday. Is, let's humiliate the coworkers. I can I can see it now. The email is going to come in in about three minutes. Mark, Paul, need to see you in the HR office at 10 a.m. You know what? Let's, let's see if some of the people here can pronounce the word denuclearization. We just walked around oh, with a recorder. Oh, boy. And then showed the word to them. Here we go. All right, go. Denuclear, denuclearization. <laughs> Little slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Gloria, and I live in Apache Junction. Denuclearization. That's All not right. bad. That's, That's not Gloria, bad. All right, yeah. our receptionist. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Candace, who works in the sales area, the administration area okay. of our building. Let's see how she does. Candace Chandler. Denuclearization. <laughs> you said nuclear. It's nuclear, dummy. The S is silent. <laughs> nuclear, huh? Well, you know, she could be one of the presidents of the United States because we had a president that couldn't say nuclear. That's right. Yeah, uh, a lot of people used to say nuclear when yeah. we were kids. Nuclear was a big, was a big uh, mispronunciation of that. Jimmy Carter, I yeah. think, and George yeah. W. Bush were both nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. Guys. Yeah. Let's see if uh, David here can nail it. Let's see. David Gilbert. Denuclearization. Wow, nailed it. Nailed it so Very quick. impressive. Okay. Yeah, and, and he said it really fast. Let's Good for him. See, let's see how Amy does it down in the administration area okay. of the building. I'm Amy, and I'm from Gilbert. Denuclearization. <laughs> Denuclear... <laughs> Denuclearization. <laughs> one of these days. Yeah, well. One of these days. Just, and, and, She'll and, and, nail it. Just want to help you out. <laughs> you said nuclear. It's nuclear, dummy. The S is silent. Denuclearization. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. L- later on this morning here. See, we'll never achieve it until we can say it. Denuclearization. You got you to take it slowly and easily. Yeah, if you say it three times in a row, Michael Keaton shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark and Neander Paul in the morning. Many time Olympian and uh, many time gold medalist Michael Phelps, who lives here in the Valley, is selling his house. Did you see that? No, I'm not, I'm not in the market for a house. Uh, and even if I were, I wouldn't be in Michael uh, Phelps territory. No, it's only four million. Oh, only? Oh, yes. oh, oh naughty. Bad. What are you big time in me? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to go run out and buy that yeah, this weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm on top of you. Pocket change. Actually, it's going to be very tough to sell. Why is that? It smells like chlorine. The whole house. <laughs> and there's wet spots everywhere from the speedos hanging <laughs> off the furniture. That's yeah. right. You're going to slip on the tile yeah, all over the yeah. place because there's puddles yeah, all over the place. Just speedos hanging off the yeah. exercise bike, hanging off the faucet. It's every it, faucet in every right. bathroom has <laughs> just got a speedo <laughs> hanging on it. That's disgusting. He's up in... Uh, Gross. That's in Paradise Valley, of course. No way! And, uh, Michael Phelps would yeah. live in Paradise Valley. Uh, the apparently, the, the backyard looks at it, the Camelback Mountain. It right. has... Check this out. It's got orange, tangerine, lemon, lime, peach, and apple trees in the backyard. He's got a plantation going on yeah. back there. What's up? You know what he is? No. He's the guy who comes into work with the two... Grocery bags <laughs> filled. He sets them on the table in yes. the break room and puts a sign that says free citrus. Yeah, there's an email that goes out to all staff email that says, hey, there's some free citrus in the back. And here's the thing. He's I, that guy. Until I moved here to the Valley, I didn't even know citrus was a thing for Arizona. Like that's a, You associate citrus with right. Florida or California, places that have a little bit more humidity than we do. When, when my wife and I were, I think it was back when we were dating, we lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Right. Not your most glamorous spot in the world. Shocking. We had friends who 
had moved out to San Diego or like right outside San Diego, we went out to visit them. They had this tiny little house and in the backyard there was an orange tree. We thought it was like, oh my God, this is like freaking paradise here. This is unbelievable. <laughs> You'd never need anything else. And then I think, I don't have citrus trees in my yard, but I think, do I. Pe- I think people who do get over it very quickly. And it's, then they wind up being those people who are always bringing mountains of citrus into work. It's interesting to be handed out because my neighborhood, you know, uh, where I live uh, in Chandler, we've got the alleys behind the house, you know, the garbage truck yeah. alleys. Um, and every once in a while on a Saturday, you'll hear kids going down the alley, and what they're doing is they're looking for the citrus trees that have the branches hanging over yes. the walls. Yes, and they and they and they prune them basically, mm-hmm. and take to take all the fruit off them, put them in bags, and you know that's the way they yeah. go. That's they do their citrus shopping. No, I understand. I, I wish I had an orange tree. I, when I lived in Louisiana. Louisiana had a banana tree in my yard. Did it? It's not really a tree. It's like a bush. It's like a banana bush. Did it actually give you bananas? Uh, little little things. They're not really bananas. They look like plantains or whatever like that. But okay. yeah, because in, in Louisiana, it's so humid. It's like that's that tropical that yeah. tropical environment. Yeah. It's, it was pretty amazing, yeah. All you right. see banana trees or little bananas and stuff. But if you need some peaches or apples, see Phelps. Okay? Yeah, Phelps is the guy. He could open a fries in his backyard. People are very curious. We'll quickly kind of recap what just happened at 7.30 with our first contestant in the 30-second song challenge. We had kind of gotten her behind the scenes, you know, uh, on the line, and she said, I tend to use the F-bomb a lot. And we just said, you know what, just don't do it for 30 seconds while we're on while we're on the air. Don't do it. And we thought we had reached an agreement. And then we played the very first song, which was Band on the Run, for the 30-second song challenge cheat sheet, and she went... It's a wrong song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so that was you that know, was the end. That was the end of that. Yeah, that was not on the air. That was behind. We just dug yeah, that we just, up we just edited that for you because that's that was the thing. She had questions as to whether or not the thirty second song challenge was the right song. That was the first thing she said. That was the first thing she said. So just just for argument's sake, yesterday's Pete Cummings thirty second song challenge cheat sheet was <laughs> the first three songs you're going to hear tomorrow at seven thirty with Mark and the Ender Paul for your chance at two hundred bucks. Let's recap. You had band on the run. You had dude yeah. looks like a lady. And there you go. So, you know, so there was an example of somebody who said they were listening to the 30-second song challenge and, in fact, were too stupid to write down the right songs. They used bad language on our radio program, and we just can't have that. Well, we thought we had an agreement with her, and she broke it immediately. Yes, it was like North Korea in the past when it comes to denuclearization. (laughs) They said one thing, they did something completely different. So, there you go. I would love to be able to bestow upon Peggy the dumbass of the day, but that would be giving her more credit than she deserves. So here we go at 747. It's the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, you can find us at uh, the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page as well as kslex.com. We'll do a quick one here. Steven Brazil. 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 From Montgomery County, Texas. Uh, Steven did a little shopping the other day. The first place he went into was TJ Maxx in Shenandoah, Texas, because, of course, you get the Max for the minimum, minimum at, at TJ, TJ Maxx. Max, sure. Then Steven went into the Kirkland store in the Woodlands section of Montgomery County, and that's when police were called. It's not that Stephen was arguing with customers or cashiers. He wasn't trying to shoplift or anything like that. He wasn't yelling at anybody, nothing like that. It's just that he was completely naked while oh. he was shopping. Well, <laughs> was this to be cash or charge? <laughs> so, you know, cashiers apparently wouldn't Im- were not impressed with what he had. Uh, they told him, hey, there's no half-off special oh, here today. Hey, come, on. come on now. Stephen was, this, 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 were, they, were they having a short sale? <laughs> they were, he was of course arrested. He'll face numerous charges. Was the store air-conditioned? Because it seemed so when he got to the register. And that is why he is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told.
talking behind the scenes here. Michael Phelps, the the many time gold medal Olympian. Yeah, most most decorated Olympian in history. He's selling his place in Paradise Valley. He just bought it like two years ago for like two million. Now he's selling it for four million. Well, that's a nice little investment, now, isn't it? Turned it, a nice little profit, didn't he? If he can get it, I, you, you know, don't think he's going to have a hard time getting it. Well, I, I don't know. When, when I was selling real estate, people would be like, "Hey, can I ask three hundred and fifty thousand for my house?" I'd be like, "You can ask whatever you want." Now, do you think? Do you think the fact that it was Michael Phelps' house? adds value, adds any dollars to it? I think there are certain people who would be attracted by that. It would be like kind of a cool thing. You know, a pretty pretty swinging mo- I'm a pretty swinging dude. I live in Michael Phelps' old house. It'd be that kind of thing. Wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't it be ironic if he didn't have a pool? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, because that's I'm what sure everybody you, no. says to me. When I first moved to the Valley and everybody, they're like, uh, well, you got to get a pool. You got well, to get a pool. I guarantee Michael Phelps is like the rest of us. He's like, uh, hey, do you have a pool? Yeah, but I never use it. That's not true. I use my pool. You use your pool. I use a my lot. pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah a fair, fair amount. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like my pool. I like having my pool. It's weird though. I don't use it as much as I did when I first moved to the valley, of like course. a decade ago. When I first moved here, you know, I moved from Kansas City, so they have some pretty harsh winters out there in the Midwest. So I was like, oh, I live in Arizona. I'm getting in the pool in March, mm-hmm. and I would be in the pool in March from March to December. Yeah, and then the second year it was like April to November, and the third year it was like May, May to October. October. Yeah. yeah. And it, and I think last year, I think last year, I think it was week one of the NFL season. I put my foot in the pool. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I'd be a little. You know. Listen, I, I think uh, that's better than most people. I think. I think most people with pools barely even use them. Well, again, it's, I, I think it's, I used mine once last year. But it's again, it's a must-have amenity. Everybody, well, you know, you live in Arizona, and that's the thing that we we also tout that to everybody uh, around the country. We're like, you know, like, oh, this doesn't it get hot there? Like, yeah, but I have a pool. How often are you using it? Well, not that much. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. No, I bet most people. I bet most people go full seasons without even using it. I didn't. What summers. a waste then. What a waste. Yeah. Then, then downsize the house and get something else. I I love my pool, man. My pool. I don't have many things, many amenities. Like I don't, I'm not a very extravagant guy. So to me, having a pool is a luxury item, and I love it. I go in and I just bask in my pool. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think most people don't even That's don't not even true. I, I disagree with you. I think I think most people are not like you, and they do deal with their no, pool. No, no. Most people do not use their pool, I don't think. That's, that's, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. All right, I think, I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, you spent the money for it. You're paying the pool guy to clean it. You might as well use it. Hey, okay. I'll pick up with whoever's on... Okay, go ahead. Uh, Brand, whoever's on, whoever's on line uh, three. All right, line, line three. three okay? go, go with line three. I'll bet he hasn't used his pool since like, right. the summer before last. All right, I'll take that bet. All right, buddy. When's the last time you used your pool, buddy? Last night, I actually got home from work, jumped in the pool, and then took my kid to baseball because I was sweating like a pig. Okay, I was wrong. Nailed it. All right, yep. I admit Once I again, was wrong. Mark, with his finger on the pulse of culture here in the Valley, Mark Devine. <laughs> I've, been here, hey, I've been here 30 years. You can't know something like that without being here a yep. long, long time. Yeah, there's one thing everybody has said about you when they said, hey, are you going to do a show with Mark in the morning? I went, yeah. They said, well, he knows people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was wrong. Yes, yes, wrong you were. guy to ask. <laughs> I guarantee you, though. I, I'll bet. I'll bet there's somebody listening. I'll bet there's somebody listening right now who hasn't even used their pool in five years. I know. Yes, that's ridiculous. Yes. Sell your friggin' house. Maybe they, maybe they like the house. house. Maybe they like the house. And nobody likes uh, nobody likes an oval shaped brick brick thing. You know, when people fill in their right, pools, right, yeah. nothing looks worse than a pool not used except a filled in pool that's just like wobbly bricks. No, you know? what, you, what you should do. In that case, you fill in your pool and you set up a basketball court. Because if there's one thing that people use here in the Valley less than their pool, it's the basketball court. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I do know that. Yeah. Mark and Neanderthal. Time now 
for some Mark and Neanderthal fake facts. Yeah, we'll take some fake news, some alternative facts. We swirl them together and boom, you got fake facts. Did you just Emerald Lagasse me? I did. You boom, boom. It was either Emerald Lagasse or uh, or um, John Madden when he's explaining <laughs> exactly. when he's explaining how Joe Jacoby comes around the corner and boom, and how Richie Pettibone is a lousy coach. That's <laughs> all I remember. John Madden never yeah. saying Richie Pettibone. Yeah, boom. I was like that, a telestrator and all that stuff. But those are all real facts. This is fake facts. Because of severe soil erosion problems, earth, wind, and fire have changed their name to just wind and fire. Right, yeah, well, they got to be concerned with the environment. Yeah. I understand that. EPA on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Long list of inventions from Ben Franklin. A lot of people don't realize how many different things he contributed to modern society. The lightning rod. You know, he was the guy that invented the lightning rod. Sure he did. Yep. Uh, he invented bifocals. A lot of people know that yep. about him being the, the guy that invented bifocals. He also invented swimming fins. That is a true flippers. fact. It's a true fact. Yep. He also invented the uh, urinary catheter. Also a true fact. Damn you, Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> he cathed as, lot, as much as he could, I imagine. Imagine me the, He's the guy that invented it. Can, I'm going to need a test subject. No, sir. And everybody was like, listen, what you do in your own time, yeah. Franklin, yeah. is your own business. That's your own business. Uh, little known fact, Ben Franklin actually coined the phrase live long and prosper as well. <laughs> I'm not sure who did the hand signal first, but I did coin that phrase. It's hard to do with a catheter around. I would I think so. Yeah. When you say live long and prosper, maybe it was after the catheter. I was like, you know what? Clean that right up. Bill Quaid sent this one to us, a Mark uh-huh. and Paul listener. Kim Jong-un told President Trump that he wants to really, the thing he wants to do most is move to the United States, meet a nice southern girl, settle down, and raise some Kim Jong-un's. Oh, no. Kim Jong-un's already Young married. Un's. You know, and if he had, if he didn't, you know, marry a southern girl, he'd have Kim Jong Kim. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Rome was not built in a day. That's what they say, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. Contractor said it would. <laughs> had some overrun cost there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Some of the crew. Well, was a state show up. Government job. You know how they milk that tea. Yeah, we we talked about this when we were doing the Zeppelin News Network. I'm really surprised. John Schneider, who seems like one of the nice guys in Hollywood, although he doesn't do a lot of stuff anymore. Didn't he, he was, have some drinking problems, though? Didn't he? Wasn't he, wasn't he an alcoholic? Maybe. He uh, he was in jail yesterday. John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard. Right. Um, he had to go to jail for a while. He spent about five hours there. Uh, he owes his wife, his ex-wife, $150,000 in spousal support. So, you know, when you go into jail, they pat you down, right? I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never been in jail. Unlike you, I uphold the law. I see. Yeah. They gave him a Tom Wopat down. Oh, I see what you did there. That's not, you know what? The Tom Wopat down is very inappropriate based upon his behavior over the past. That's right. He got in trouble last year. Inappropriate touching, yeah. He was doing some stage work and he inappropriately touched some girls. He was in a play and, and, yeah, they kicked him out of the play, actually. Did you just say $150,000 in back child support? Yes, it's it's back spousal support. So he owes her a total. Total of 150k. All right, you know that's a that's one month of what Slash has to pay his ex-wife. 
Uh, well, from Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses, yeah. He just, they're in a, they're in a, involved in a divorce settlement. Uh, $6.6 million total he has to pay. He has to give her $100,000 in spousal support every month until she gets married, uh, or remarried or dies. I'm, I'm <laughs> She's sure not getting remarried. He's, he's praying for one of those. <laughs> and he's also, he's got two kids that are 15 and 13. He has to give her $39,000 a month in child support. Wow. So he's paying $139,000 every Every four weeks to his ex-wife. Holy cow. Think about that for a second. So she's never going to get married again. She could date a guy and have him live there and... Whatever, yeah. Yeah, but she's never going to get married. It's a good business decision right there. Why would she? You give up $140,000 a month, or at least $100,000 of the $140,000 that she gets every month. Holy cow. So now we have an answer as to why Slash got back together with Axl Rose. Yeah, there's there's an easy one for why the Guns N' Roses tour has lasted so long. Why it keeps going on, yeah. That's That's, insane. Six and a half million. Yeah. Wow. He, and, he, and here's the thing. He didn't contest it. He's like, you know what? I just yeah. want to get on with my life. Yeah. yeah, that's easy to say when you've got an income that can give you $140,000 of throwaway money every month. Yeah. Oh, that's just a little bit less than what you're paying your wife. Right, right? exactly. Your just a, just yeah. a little bit less. Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.